Okay, we are on uh, Lamed Vav Amud Beis at the Mishnah, I think. Is that right? Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you, Gary, for covering us today. Um, okay, so we're at the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah. Ve'elu she'ein lehen kanas. Right? So we, our first Mishnah was Elu Naira she'eish lehen kanas. Right? And now we're talking about the individuals about whom, uh, if a man would be together with that woman, Be'eser, um, that he would not have to uh, pay a knas if he, you know, if it was a case of of uh, ones or mafata, etc. He would not have to pay a knas. So who are, who are the individuals for whom he wouldn't have to pay a knas? Habala gioris, vala shvuya, vala shivcha sheniftu v'shinis gairu v'shinis tacharu. So who are these individuals? So he's with, if he if he has tashmish with again uh, with with a gioris. So gioris is a presumably an adult woman who was not Jewish and now converts. A, a shvuya, a woman who was taken captive, or a woman who was a shifcha, she's like a shifcha kanan, it's again, she's not Jewish, who, and, and then any of these people were, or, or this, this shifcha was, you know, had been a captive and was redeemed, or she, be, or she converts, or she becomes freed, and now becomes a Jew. But the, the point is that all these, all these women, um, the, the, the uh, sorry, and, and, and this happens, Yeserus Abenos, and that's if she, all these things happen to her after she's already three years and one day old. One so, question, the woman yeah. who's redeemed or, or converts, that's referring to the shivcha only? Uh, so the, uh, so the, the shivcha, who's niftu nishgairu nishjachru, yeah, yeah, exactly, because she's, a, she's an, she's an evikananis, right, yeah. she's a non-Jew, she's not Jewish, so now she is, uh, you know the, the shvuya is also redeemed. That's also part of it. But um, but um, but yeah, correct. Kiyoris right? was a non-Jewish and converts. The shvuya, we'll see. Shvuya could be a, a Jewish woman who gets who gets redeemed. Um, and the shivcha, okay. and, and then the shivcha, and you know we put together niftu nishgairu. The shvuya is not going to be nishgairu. Nishgairu is already Jewish, but right. but yes. So the but the point being, these are all women who uh, either. We're not Jewish, or they're Jewish, but we're in, in situations where it could be assumed that they had had Tashmish before, right? They'd already, they'd already been involved in some type of sexual activity, and therefore, what's the assumption? The assumption is that, that they were not uh, a basula, anyway, they're no longer a basula. And if she's no longer a basula, so then when the ones happens, right, they're not, the, the man who does that is not going to have to pay. Why? Because again, he hasn't degraded her status in any way. Because the assumption was already that she was not a basula. So anyone who was going to marry her, you know, before nothing, nothing's changed in her status. I mean, he did something terrible to her, but the, but nothing has changed physically in her body, because it's an assumption that all these women were already had already um, been involved in some type of sexual relationship at some point. Um, and why why do we care about three years in one day? Why does three years in one day matter? So Rashi points out because what what, what typically happens is that. Uh, you know the, the assumption, the Chazal's assumption always was any woman who who uh, had something happen before three years old, where their basulos, right, the, the hymen was uh, removed. So if it's before three years old, then then part of you know uh, there's assumption that uh, it, it would grow back in some way, it would come back, it would regenerate itself. But once she's already past three years old, so then if the hymen is removed, so then uh, so then it, it remains removed, and she remains the status of not being a basula. Excuse me, I'm sorry, Paul. Yeah. Shvuya is, is a captive. Who's captive, kept taken captive. Jews. Correct. Not the other way around, right? Correct. And the assumption is that Shvuya, so we've, we've had this, you know, 
this concept in general Chazal is the assumption that a woman who is taken captive, not always, not in all cases, but there's an assumption that she, uh, if she was taken captive, that she was raped. I thought it was maybe a Jewish woman right. who was captured. No, Correct. I, I thought it was a non-Jewish woman who was captured in the war. No, so we know, not, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be, that would be, that would be, uh, you know, Gioris or whatever, you know. Oh, okay. you know. But yeah, correct. Okay. Okay, so all those individuals, Ein Lehem Kanas, right? If any, if any of them, uh, in, in, in Kanas, and Rashi says, look at Mish, where Rashi says, the first Rashi in the Mishnah, is here, Sabanot Shal Shalim, the cave in the Ruyos Labia, Becheskas Hefkarhain, Vinav Alos, Benochrios, Vashuyo, Vashuya, Bishuyasa, right? All these individuals, Right, since they're already three years old, so Rashi points out that also more than three years old means they're ruya libia. Right, they're like considered they could actually have an an act of of tashmish could happen with them, and and since they are non-Jewish, there's, there's an assumption that there was a you know they're not as careful and, and, and more involved in uh, this type of behavior, and uh, and if and if it's a shvuya who's Jewish, that women who are shvuyas, women who have been taken captive, typically. There's an assumption that they were taken advantage of by the by the men. Um, okay, so back in the Mishnah, continues the Mishnah of Yehuda Omer Shavuya Shenifdes Harehi Bikdusha Sa'afapisha Gedol. So Rabbi Yehuda holds all the other cases he agrees, except for the case of Shavuya, Shavuya, which is the Jewish woman, right, who was captured and then redeemed. So she remains Bikdusha. Let's see what Bikdusha means, but presumably it means that she remains keeps her status as a psula. Um, even though she is a uh, gadola, right? We're going to see it has ramifications for women who are in Bas Kohen or the married to a Kohen, etc. But Rabbi Huda assumes that a Shuya we don't have, or actually, Rabbi Huda says we don't make an assumption that just because a woman is a Shuya that she necessarily uh, was violated by the men there and she remains in her original status from before she was captured. Okay. Haba albito, abas bito, abas beno, abas ishto, abas beno, abas bita. So a person who uh, has has relations with his daughter, the daughter of his daughter, his granddaughter from his daughter's side, his granddaughter from his son, uh, the daughter of his of his new wife, right, or the uh, uh, or the daughter of his wife's son, or the daughter of his wife's daughter. So it's his daughter or his granddaughter from you know, or even his like step granddaughters. So any men with any of those any of those women, what happens? Ain lehem kanas. None, none, none of those cases does the man pay a kanas. Why? That has nothing to do with her. Right? Because in those cases, right, uh, the man who, um, who uh, is ma'anis, those women, so he's chai misa for, 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 those, for, the, for, for doing what he does. Um, sorry. Right? Right, and that's because, as we've been talking about already for a while, any person who's chayav misa, so they're not going to have to pay. Shenemar vimlo ason anoshi anish. The pasuk says that uh, right, in, in a scenario where there isn't ason, so then you're going to get punished. Rashi says velo ason anoshi anish ha ason lo anish. Right, it's only when there's no ason when you're not getting punished, you know. Punished a different way than Anoisha and Aish, you get you get punished for uh, um, in that case is that the person who he you know hits doesn't die, so then he has to pay. The point being, if the person does die and he's Chayav Misa, so then we no longer say Anoisha and Aish. Anoisha and Aish implies paying, so he doesn't have to pay any money. So, so we've had 
we've had conversations in, in, in but this, these cases happen to be capital, capital punishment. Capital punishment cases, exactly. Um, but yeah, we've had conversations in the past about whether it's only Misa, whether it's only Bet, whether it's only Kares, etc. But um, at this point, this, this opinion in our Mishnah is the assumption that anyone who's Chayv and Asho, you don't, you don't, not uh, Chayv Misa, in Mesa Mashalim, as we've, as we've you know, kind of talked about before. Okay, fine. So these, so these are all the different categories of people who do not pay a, pay a fine. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara as follows. Am Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Dosa, Amru Davar Echad. So Rabbi Yehuda, who says that a Shvuya, right, Harehi Biktu Shasa, right, that the Shvuya maintains her status as being, um, you know, a Basula. So he's saying the same thing, uh, he's saying the same thing as Rabbi Dosa. Okay, what do you mean? Rabbi Yehuda Hadamar, Rabbi Yehuda, explain already, right, from our Mishnah. Okay, so that's how he says what he says. Rabbi Dosa, the Sanya, Dosa said the following. It says in Abraisa, Shavuya ochelas betruma. Divi Rabbi Dosa. Right? So Rabbi Dosa is of the opinion that a woman who wears a Shavuya and then she comes home, she was, she was captured, and now she comes back, Rashi points out, Shavuya is, we're talking about uh, Bas Kohen, and a Bas Kohen eats uh, Truma from her father's house, right? And now she. Uh, and, and now she um, was kidnapped and she comes back. So Rabbi Dosa says, in that case, she continues to eat Shuma from her father's house. Why? Ribidosa, uh, and why is that? Amr Rabbi Dosa, asala aravi halaz. Anyways, what did this you know, Arab man do to her anyways? Because he basically, uh, he's saying because she fooled around with her. I mean, he, he, he did inappropriate things with her, but... But he didn't actually have the act of sexual intercourse, right? He did. They did other things. But he says, "What? Because he was inappropriate with her, and did you know? They did all kinds of things, but they didn't. But but he did didn't uh, actually have intercourse. So because of that, she's going to be possible from the kuna. No, that's ridiculous, right? That 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 doesn't possible her, right? But his point being, the assumption that that's not that they would not have done that, right? Uh, she says, mm-hmm. Right, they don't. They, they, they didn't. Even with these uh, individuals who were kidnapping women, we assume that they only went so far. Fine. So therefore, that's that's where Bidosa says that women, a woman who's a shuya, she's allowed to continue to eat to eat truma. So the point is that what Rabbi Yochanan wants to say is that Yehuda and Rabbi Dosa seem to be of the same opinion because they both have, they both argue that a woman who is becomes a shuya, we don't assume that she that they had tashrus with her, right? So that's why at this point we're saying they said the same thing. Okay. So Amarava, it's changed to Rava here. Amarava, Dilmalohi, maybe that's, so Rava says, well, maybe, maybe that's not true. Rather, I mean, that's not why they're saying the same thing. Um, meaning, maybe they're not really the same. I mean, you just said, if Yehuda and Rabbi Dosa said the same thing. And they both hold that a Shuya retains her status. Right? Rabbi Yehuda says it when it comes to if she's a Shvuya Nifte, she, she keeps her Kiddusha. Right? And, uh, and presumably, by the way, that's why, and according to Rabbi Yehuda, the man who's with her afterwards, if he's honest, her, it's going to have to pay a Knas. Right? Um, because she maintains her status of having Psulim. Um, but Rabbi Dosa is saying something else. And, and, and yes, Rabbi Dosa is saying that she can keep, keep eating, uh, keep eating Shuma, but maybe that's not exactly the same point, right? We're assuming it's all emanating from the same, the same approach. Maybe it's not, okay? And he's going to explain why. 
Maybe, it's, maybe this comparison between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Dosa is not exactly the same. Not exactly correct. Why does Rabbi Yehuda say that the woman in this case, when she um, was a Shvuya, and then she was redeemed, and then a man was Ma'anesar, she had a lot of bad things in her life, this woman, and then the man was, and then the person's Ma'anesar, and in that case he doesn't pay. Why is that? That's not because he really holds that a woman who is a Shvuya, we assume nothing happened to her. No, not necessarily, but rather, when it comes to the guy who's ma'anis or afterwards, we don't want him to get off scot-free, meaning he's not going to have to pay, right? So we don't want to be, the language chote niskar is not exactly as, as specific, usually chote niskar, it's a guy who's going to sin and then get rewarded. So he's not getting rewarded here, but he, he is not having to pay at least. He's chote and not having to pay anything, right? So he gets off uh, from not having, and not, doesn't have to pay. So maybe Rehuda says in that case that she's biktushasa, right? She's she's biktushasa. Uh, you know, she stays in her status, meaning in terms of the question of whether the man who's manager has to pay, right? Um, but that's why avahasam right? But 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 maybe in the case of the uh, the uh, woman who's a shuya and she comes back and eating truma, no, maybe in that case he agrees with the, with the rabbana. Right, because there he's just make y'all, make y'all in the sense that he wants to do it as a chumrah. It's not really cool. It's a chumrah to be machmir on the man who was ma'aniser and inami, or maybe you could say the, the other direction. I can look on Rabbi Dosa. Right? Only Rabbi, Rabbi Dosa says she maintains her status. That was hasam, right? That's why is that? That's because it's the case of truma derabanan, right? So the whole thing, truma, the, the case of truma derabanan is only derabanan in the first place, right? And therefore, in this Rashi points out in this scenario where it's like a suffix whether or not she can eat truma anymore, well, well, there's another suffix, which is what? The suffix is, was she actually violated when she was a shuya or not? Right? So maybe, since we don't know if she was violated or not, and we just, it's a suffix, well, suffix, there are lakula, and that's why Rabbi Dosa's make when it comes to truma. Aval knas, daraisa, Right? But in the situation where the man is ma'anes, this woman, right? And the question is, does he have to pay a fine or not? He'd say, absolutely he does. Right? Why? Because that's based on daraisa. Right, paying the knas is a, is a requirement me, daraisa. So maybe that's what's going on here. Meaning the point is, don't make an assumption that Ridosa and Rebuda are lining up perfectly and they would agree in all cases because they really agree fundamentally that we believe that if the woman came back from being a shuya, we assume that she, not a, that, that, that she maintains her status as a bazula. Not necessarily. Maybe it depends on the cases they're talking about. Actually, maybe Rebuda and Ridosa are you know, uh, totally disagree, or who knows what. There's, there's multiple variations of what they can be saying, what they're saying, and that's not assume from these two statements that they're on the same train and they, and they, and they totally agree with each other. So that's, that's what Rav says. So Amalei Abaye, so, so Abaye now responds back, Really? Right? By, by the way, that's by, this might be really the reason why the Gemara changed, why uh, you know, the, uh, some changed the Rabba to Rava, because who typically argues with Abaye? Rava, not Rava. Right, so that's why it's, that's why it's, it's a buy here. That's why the person above was Ra, Rava, not Rabba. But anyways, so so Abaya says back to Rava. The time really you assume that the reason that Rabbi Yehuda is Machmir, um, oh sorry, is Mako, what do you want to call it? Assumes that she maintains her status as a Basula is just only because he's nervous or he wants to make sure that the person who's managing her doesn't get off scot free and he still has to pay. Maybe not. Vahatanya. Right, but we have another Bryce that says Rabbi Yehuda Omer. Rabbi Yehuda says Shvuya Shenish Beis 
a shvuya, a woman who is captured and, and uh, taken captive, right? She maintains her status, right, as a presumably not as a psula. Why? A filubas eser shanim ksubasa masayim. Even if she was ten years old, right? She her ksuba remains two hundred, right? So ksuba being two hundred, right, means what? Again, means that she's a psula, right? So this is another example of of uh, you know an application of her status being that she's a psula. Um, that she gets a ksuba of 200. And if it's a question of her, her, her ksuba remaining a, a certain value, the value of 200, 200 shekel, so then what does that have to do with nothing? Right? So if the only reason he was being, uh, you know, assuming that her status is maintained is so that, that would mean it would only apply in the case where she is, someone's ma'anis her, and she, uh, and, uh, and he's expected to pay. And that's not this case. This case is just a question of what the value of her ksuba is. So it must be, it's more across the board that he holds that she maintains her status. So the, 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 one, of the, one of the defining features of a woman who is either a basula or not a basula yeah. is when she gets married and she has a ksuba, how much does she get in the ksuba? If she's a basula, she gets 200. If she's not a basula, she gets 100. Right? So Rabbi Huda says that a woman who is a shvuya, our question was this. We said, oh, Rabbi Huda holds, right, that a shvuya who gets redeemed, so she maintains her status, right? And we said, okay, means he assumes she's a, a basula. She just maintains her status. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that, that Rava brought up was, well, maybe not. Maybe he just said that in terms of the man who rapes her. The man who rapes her having to pay a fine. Right? If, she maintain, if, she's, if she was originally a basula, then he still has to pay a fine. If not, then not. So maybe he said, oh, look, I don't know if she's a basula or not. But in terms of the guy paying the fine, that we're going to say, we assume she's a basula. Why? Because you don't want a guy to, to do something terrible like this and not have to pay. Right? That's what, that's what Rav had said. And that's the only reason. Meaning, otherwise, maybe Rav, maybe Rav really believes she's not a basula. She's maybe not a basula. But for this specific case of uh, the guy who's, who's ma'an is her, we say, no, let's assume she's a basula. Why? So he's gonna have, that way he has to pay. There's something terrible. Right? So now, uh, bias is back. That's not necessarily true. Because there's another case where Yehuda says, if a woman was a shvuya, and she is, is, comes back, and you go to her wedding, what's the man of the ksuba? 200. 200. That's not because of some guy who, who Khalil raped her. This is, this is just her regular status, right? getting married. And there's no case of someone who's going to like, you know, get away with something because of this. This is just uh, talking about what her, what her regular status is to get married. So she's a basula even though she was a shuri. That's what she seems to say. Right? And that seems to be more, more global, her status in general, not just not a specific one, case, one case of onus. Exactly. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you asked. We can, we can, it's always true. If someone has a question, someone else probably has the same question. Um, okay, fine. So, that's, so, so he says, my, my this, is not, this is not the case of being worried that someone who violates her is going to get away with something. So answer the question, no. He says, no. I'll tell you why in this case, you, you also don't have a, a proof. It's not necessarily global. I'll tell you why in this specific case, there'd be a reason to, 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 to treat her like a pasula. Why is that? Because it's a concern that no one's going to want to marry her. Right? So we, so we, uh, Rashi says, Dilma mimane v'lonas, right? If you're going to make her ksuba worth less, mash v'sla becheskas b'ula, umerachke la afilu Yisrael. If you're going to tell me that her ksuba is only going to be 100, what's going to happen? The guys, the, you know, the potential suitors are going to step away from her. They won't be interested in her, right? So we maybe the reason of Yehuda in this case allows her to get two hundred zuz 
is it because he assumes for sure that she's a basula? It's just that he knows that if, if we start giving her the status of a baula and we make her you only get 100, 100 zuz in her, in her ksuba, then a lot of men are going to not want to marry her. In Yisrael. I mean, she can't marry a Kohen, right? But even the Yisrael is going to want to marry her. They're not, not going to want that. So therefore, you know, not so fast to argue that, that this is a global rule of Rabbi Yehuda, but rather that um, there's, a, there's just another exception. Just the second exception. So the first exception was the situation where she's going to get, you know, when she's going to otherwise, um, what? Chotein Yiskar. And that, right, that, that the guy's not going to have to pay. And this is, as a Rachmanas on her, that she should be able to get married. Yeah, it's, di- it's a different reason. Like, it's a different reason. It's not Chotein Yiskar. Right, but, but the point, again, the, the point being, what, what do you see is that the Havamina was, see, Yehuda holds it all the time. And it's just, no, there's another, there's another exception. As long as it's an exception, so then it's not a proof that he holds it all the time. That's the point. Okay. Uh, okay. But the reason is not Yeah, it's just, diff- it's just a different reason. Right. Right, but the point is, again, but the question is, is that his global, she remains her status totally all the time, or is there some specific reason in this in a specific case to, 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 to change, her, to, to maintain the status? The answer is now we have two examples. But since we have two examples of specific reasons, that's why we can say he doesn't necessarily hold that she's always big Right? And then the margin continue. Right? Let's try again. Right? Really, you want to hold that, that he holds Bikdusha Sakaima? Okay, the Bryce says, a man who redeems a Shuya. He's the one who goes in. And, he, uh, and he's like Shimon and Levi. You know, and he goes in and, he, and, he, and redeems her. He takes her out of captivity. Yisena, he can marry her. But if he's the one who gives the testimony that she was not. Uh, not uh, violated by the captors, so then he can't marry her. And Yehuda Omer, Yehuda says, Benkach u Benkach lo Yisaina. Yehuda says, in either case, he can't marry her. Well, in either case, he can't marry her. If Yehuda's saying, in any case, he can't marry her, what, what does that mean? That means Yehuda believes that something happened to her. Right? Something happened to her. I guess the guy's a coin, right? But the point is that he can't, uh, he, he, he sounds like he can't marry her. So, uh, so that seems to be a problem for Yehuda. Oh, sorry, a problem for those of us who want to argue that Yehuda holds that she he, that that she's always you know big Who's saying you've redeemed the girl? Coming? That's going to be exactly that, that's exactly the Gemara's bothered by the whole case, okay. right? So watch so watch the Gemara says. Gemara says Hagufa Kasha, right? This whole thing is uh, you know is a problem. Um, yeah, but yeah, and yes, the point is that it's a coin. That's for sure. Everyone agrees it's a coin. We're talking about a coin. Rashi points it out. Not the co- redeemed and saved her. Well, that's the question is to be who, who who is doing that job, but but yet it's got to be a coin. If it's not a coin, a Jew can, a Jew can marry her. Right. It's got to be it's got to be a coin. Okay. So how kasha? What the whole thing bothers us? The, the whole thing doesn't make sense. Amris hapodes hashuya yisena. You just said if he goes ahead and he redeems her, he can marry her. Baratana made ba lo yisena. And then he said, well, if you give if the person gave testimony about her, you can't get married to her. Mishum the made ba lo yisena. Just because he gave the testimony, he can't marry her. No, no. Seximar no. Halo kasha. This, this is what it means. The guy did the, did the redeeming and the testimony. So fine. He, he was captured with her, let's just say, right? They were all captured together. And he's the one who saves her. And he can say, by the way, I was there the whole time and she, nothing happened to her. So then he can marry her, right? Um, but made but kedi, but if all he did was give the testimony, lo But if he just gave testimony that she, that she wasn't violated, he can't, he can't marry her. Why is that? So Rashi points out, we're going to see others going to talk about it. Why? Because if he just gives a testimony, he happens to be the one who testified that she's totally fine, and then he marries her. What is it? What's the possibility? 
He was interested in her. He was interested in her. And that's why he gave the testimony. Right? So that raises questions there. So, uh, so that's the reason why, that's the reason for this distinction. But the Gemara says, but Mikomakom, Kashal Rabbi Yehuda. But still we have a problem, still we have a, a, a Kashal Rabbi Yehuda on this approach of Rabbi Yehuda, that again, that he thinks that she's totally, uh, uh, that, that until now we said he, that he holds Bikdushosa, she maintains her status. That's so hard because here he's still arguing that there should be scenarios where she, the guy's not allowed to, the Cohen's not allowed to marry her. I thought she maintains her status as a, as a, as a, as a, as a basula. So I'm Rav Papa, so Rav Papa, I'll tell you what. Eimer of Yehuda, Omer, Benkach, Ubenkach, Yisaena. So Rav Papa says the easy answer. Change the text. Rav Yehuda really said, no, you can always marry her. That's what he said. Well, I could Yehuda hold, she maintains her status. So he just said, Benkach, Ubenkach, Yisaena. So Rav Papa, Yehuda, Omer, no, Olam Kitani. No, no, no. Let it maintain, that's not what he said. He said, Benkach, Ubenkach, Lo Yisaena. But what happens? So rather, Rav Yehuda, Ladivreim, Derabanan, Kamalehu. Right? So really, what's Rav Yehuda doing? He's not, he's not telling you his opinion. He's telling you what the Rabbanan's opinion is. Right? Uh, right? Ladidi, and, and this is what he means. Ladidi, I would say she can get married anyway. She maintains her status. But according to you, the Rabbanan, right? You guys, according to you guys, she should never be, uh, be you, you should never be allowing, allowing her to get married, uh, that this guy to marry her in, in either case. Right? Because in either case, either she is a, uh, uh, a shuish and in which case you assume that she, uh, well, once she's a shuish and she you assume she was violated, in which case the Cohen should not be allowed to marry her, uh, marry her at all. Fine. So we'll, we'll, we'll stop here, and we'll pick up next week on the Olive and the Bond Fish.